Have you been trying to live healthy or change habits, but have seen no lasting results? Are you sick of starting something new in your diets or exercise routines and not being able to stick with it for very long? I know how you feel and you are not alone. I think so much of diet culture tries to convince you to change everything or overhaul your life for a short time. And then once you get the results you're looking for, you can just go back to living the way you were. But I know, and I'm sure you know too, that that doesn't really help you create lasting healthy habits, right? Today, I want to get practical and share three places to start when it comes to creating habits that last and, of course, some encouragement to keep you seeking the Lord as you begin to take action in your health. So let me start by asking you these questions. What does living healthy mean to you right now? What are you doing to live that out? If you answered, I don't know, to either of those, you're in the right place. Or if you're thinking, Lauren, I thought I knew, but after listening to some of your podcast episodes, I don't even know anymore because the Lord is doing a work to open my eyes to what living healthy means to Him. I pray that you are encouraged with some practicality in the next 20 or so minutes. I want to remind you as you're listening that God's grace is all around you and His love covers you always. I say this all the time, that there is no amount of eating right or exercising or or not doing those things that will change how God feels about you or who he created you to be. And at the same time, walking with him and learning to take care of the body that he has gifted you with can allow you to go into a new level of relationship with him and the ability to live out the purposes and callings that he has created you for. So keep seeking him, listening for his voice and direction, and giving yourself grace with what you are and aren't doing when it comes to living the healthy life that the Lord is inviting you to live with him. Okay, grab your notebook and Bible and let's dig in. Hey, sweet friend. Welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your best choices so you can finally get healthy for good? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals, motivation to work out, or does God really care about my health? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to get healthy. I too worried that I wasn't prioritizing my time well and wished that I could finally let go and let God. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really mattered to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never have the discipline to consistently make healthy choices or do the things that God was asking me to do until I found a little secret that helped me redefine health God's way. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and encouragement you need to live healthy consistently through simple lifestyle habits and a biblical mindset so that you will live in true confidence, joy, and freedom as the mom God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, reheat your coffee again, and let's do this. If you're in a place where you just don't feel like you know where you should start with getting healthy, with changing habits to help you live a healthier lifestyle or lose weight or get more energy or whatever it is that living healthy means to you. I want to share three healthy habits that you can start with while you're in the process of seeking the Lord and learning to hear from Him on your health journey. I know sometimes it can be so overwhelming. You can feel so tired and not motivated to do, quote unquote, what you know you need to do. And you might have the understanding and the belief that you need to take better care of your body and your health as a way to honor the Lord, right? But I also get that it's a journey and sometimes You need somewhere to start to get your energy levels up, to have some quick wins for motivation and to get in the habit of practicing hearing from the Lord for his specific direction. So that's what I want to talk about today. Now, the healthy habits I want to share are super simple. They're easy to commit to, and they can have a big impact on your overall health as a place to start. I know I spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about your mindset, 
about how you can overcome the challenges you may face when you know what you need to do, but you can't seem to do it. And how seeking the Lord first and listening for his direction in your health is really the best way to live healthy in a sustainable way and can allow you to deepen your relationship with the Lord, which are all super great things. But today I wanted to give you a super practical, super short episode, um, because sometimes someone telling you to just pray about it isn't what you need to hear, right? In my own journey, I know that I've learned and grown the most when I'm in the process of taking action, when I'm trying different things. That's when what I'm encouraging you today is try these things and continue to ask the Lord what he wants you to know and what he wants you to do on your health journey right now. So habit number one, really these are all habit swaps. So habit swap number one is drink more water and less of other drinks. So I know that I've talked before about how important it is to stay hydrated. And I know you probably know that in your head that it's important. So I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it. But the one thing I will say really quick is just from my experience, staying hydrated has such a positive impact on my energy levels. I can always tell if I've had too much coffee or tea or whatever and not enough water because I just feel worse. So if low energy and struggling to focus is something that you want to improve, start by drinking more water. Of course, as I alluded to, you'll likely have to cut out other things to make room for drinking more water, right? (laughs) If you're a heavy coffee or tea drinker, or if you drink soda or pop or Coke or whatever you call it where you live, I highly encourage you to work toward replacing some of those with water or all of those if you're bold and ready for that. You'll notice though that I'm not giving you a specific amount to work toward or anything. Honestly, I don't count my ounces of water that I drink daily. I never have. I just have habits in place that I know keep me hydrated and I can tell when I'm starting to get dehydrated. My biggest sign besides fatigue that I'm not drinking enough water is headaches. I always get a headache when I've not had enough water or I had too much of the other things besides water. So what is it for you? What do you feel when you know you haven't had enough water to drink? Start noticing those things and then also acknowledge how you start to feel when you are regularly having plenty of water throughout your days. Now, before I just leave you on this point, (laughs) I did say I was going to get super practical. Now, keep in mind that you'll have to find what works best for you and it may take some trial and error, but here are some habits that I have in place that I know have helped me. So hopefully they'll spark some ideas of what might help you too. Now, the first one is I keep a cup of water in my car. Now, this might sound kind of weird, but it's a 32 ounce Yeti cup. I love it. In the summertime, I keep ice in it and stays nice and cold. In the winter, it doesn't really matter because here in Kansas, it gets really cold anyways. But anyways, I keep that, that cup as full as I can. I fill it up whenever I need to. It's just always in the car. And so I'm drinking it as I'm driving. I always take a sip as soon as I get in the, in the car. This is just a habit that I have built up. And that way, I always have water with me whenever I am out and about. And the other thing that I do is I have a water cup that I have at home too. Now this isn't just your average cup. It's another like 32 ounce Yeti type cup. And uh, you may have seen pictures of it on Facebook. If you follow me on Facebook, I sometimes post, it says blessed mama. Anyways, that's my favorite, Um, but that's my cup. I keep it around. I carry it around with me all over the house. I always keep it full and I'm just sipping on it throughout the day. It's just, again, it's what I do. It's what the habit that I've built up for this. Now, the other thing that I will say is Now, I do bring water with me anytime I know I'm going to be away from my car or my home for more than like an hour. That's usually my limit. If I don't have something to drink within an hour, um, I start to get really thirsty. That's when I can start feeling that headache come on. Now, again, that's just me. Some people 
can drink more water in one sitting and be fine throughout the day. My husband is one of those people. I don't get it, but again, you're going to have to find what works for you. That's just a habit that I know I've built up in myself. And then the last thing, I'll, the last little practical tip I'll share is, um, since we are talking about swaps, is get in the habit of ordering water at restaurants instead of an iced tea, instead of a soda, whatever you would normally order. Get in the habit of ordering water. Um, it's going to save you money, but it's also going to make sure that you are drinking, able to drink more water throughout your day. Um, and again, these are just some of the habits that I've developed over the years. I also talked a few episodes back about how I start my day drinking water even before my coffee. And that one is a newer habit, but I've already seen a lot of benefits from it. So I highly encourage that too. The last thing to keep in mind is that I've been a water drinker for a long time. Like some of these habits I started back in high school. So make sure that you're giving yourself lots of grace and time to work on the habits that you want to create. Remember that with drinking more water, you'll have to start making the choice to drink less or none of the other things you might currently be drinking. Like for example, I actually don't drink soda and I rarely drink alcohol, but it was a process to get to that point, a process of recognizing that I didn't like how I felt when I was drinking those things, realizing that they weren't helping me live the healthy life that I wanted to be living and were actually causing me more problems in my health than they were you know, making me feel better or giving me benefits, right? So my hope and prayer is that, as was my experience, that you'll begin to have a growing taste for water the more that you drink it and like a weakened taste or desire for drinks like soda or alcohol that don't really provide you any health benefits. But obviously your journey is your journey. So as you are walking forward and developing habits like drinking more water, be seeking the Lord and asking him what he wants you to do when it comes to the drinks that you're consuming because he knows best, right? Okay, and the second habit swap that I want to talk about is to eat more fruits and veggies and proteins and less processed foods. Now, this is probably uh, an obvious one. Again, I, I'm sure that I don't really need to explain the why of this one. I think we all know the immense benefits of eating fruits and veggies and proteins. Like there's tons of vitamins and minerals that you can get from these foods that you just won't get from processed foods. So so yeah, the only thing I'll really say on this, again, I'm not telling you how many servings, which ones to eat or anything like that. Like just that the majority of us, myself included on this one, is that we can probably stand to eat more fruits and veggies and proteins and less processed foods. Now know that there is so much more I could say on this. In fact, I've done a few different episodes about food choices and whatnot. So I'll list those in the show notes. But the biggest point I want to get across with this one is really the swap part of it. Like if you're adding more fruits and veggies and proteins to each meal and snack, then you are leaving less room in your stomach for other processed foods. I encourage you to really pay attention to your hunger and your full cues on this one, especially if you're anything like me and you tend to think of eating more of a balances type way, like where if you eat X amount of fruits and veggies, then you have quote unquote earned the processed food or sweet treat, right? <laughs> That was a huge struggle for me. But instead, focus your mind on like fueling your body with the nutrients that it needs. And remember that the most nutrient dense foods, the foods that you that you get the most bang for your buck, if you will, are going to be those fruits and veggies and proteins. OK, so um, after that long intro, I do want to get straight to the practical on this one. <laughs> so how can you add a fruit, veggie and or protein to every meal and snack? Think about what swaps you can make, small changes you can make, and little mindset tricks that you can begin to remind yourself of to help build these habits. Remember that habit building is going to take time. It's a process, so don't expect this to be second nature right away. 
I've been working on some of these things for years and still sometimes don't feel like I make the best choices I could be making. And that's okay. It's not about being perfect with it. In fact, it's not even about trying to prove anything. It's about being a good steward of this body that the Lord has given you. So in your journey with these swaps, be sure to continually see yourself the way the Lord does and bring any struggle or concern or question to him because again, he knows you best and can give you the best direction and encouragement for how to move forward when you aren't sure you're going the right way or you're doing the right thing. Now, hopefully as I was talking, you already thought of some ways that you can add these nutritious foods into your daily eating habits. But if you're looking for some inspiration, here is just some of what I do. Now, again, you're gonna have to find what works for you. May not be the same as me. Our tastes are probably different. Our lifestyles are probably a little bit different. So. Think about what will work for you. But again, this is just what some of what I do. So I aim to grab a fruit or a veggie as a snack or a side dish anytime I eat rather than something like crackers or chips. Now, I'm not always huge on eating fruits and veggies plain, which is totally fine. So I tend to eat some peanut butter on celery, banana or an apple, or I eat hummus with my cucumber, carrots or peppers. So that's one thing. The, another thing, I intentionally seek to eat more protein than I usually would. For example, if I'm making oatmeal in the morning for breakfast, which doesn't have any protein in it, I'll add an egg white. I also will often eat yogurt and fruit for breakfast because I just can't do eggs every morning. And that's not for lack of trying. I really did try. And another thing is I tend to aim for less gluten containing foods for gut health reasons, which doesn't need to be for everyone. But I found that it also helps me avoid some of the more processed sources of grain that we as Americans especially tend to grab for most, which are like breads and pastas. Now, that's not to say I don't eat them. I just tend to eat them way less often. So rather than a sandwich, I'll just simply roll some lunch meats and cheeses together. Or if the family is having spaghetti, I'll eat butternut, butternut squash or zucchini noodles rather than traditional pasta noodles. Those are just a few examples of what I do. And you'll, you'll have to see what works for you. Like I said, and I'll leave you with this, like, don't overwhelm yourself. Pick one thing to focus on at a time, one area that you would like to improve on. So if that's snacking, focus on that. If it's adding either a fruit or a veggie to every single meal, make that your first step. Assess where you are currently with how well you choose fruits and veggies and proteins over other highly processed foods, and then think about what's most manageable and doable for you right now. And also really quick before I wrap this one up too, I wanna to share something the Lord reminded me of recently, actually, as I was praying through some food related struggles I was having, he reminded me that food is not the enemy I'm fighting against. It was a good reminder to me that my actual fight is for my heart to be postured toward the Lord in all that I do, including my food choices, and toward being a good steward of what he's given me, the body that he's given me, and making choices that are honoring to him rather than out of selfish ambition or based on deceitful lies of the enemy telling me to be better, to be loved, right? Things like that. I wasn't really planning on sharing that, but I pray that it blessed someone who needed to hear that today. The, that food is not your enemy. Posture your heart towards the Lord and everything is going to work out. Okay, so the third habit swap and the final habit swap is to spend more time seeking the Lord and less time scrolling on social media. Now, even as I was thinking about what to share today, that one is where I'm at right now. <laughs> I think we can all agree that we probably waste a lot of time scrolling on socials more than we wish to admit. And Yes, I use we here because it's a constant battle I deal with. In fact, if you're already in my Facebook group, the Joyful Health for Christian Moms, you may have noticed that it's been pretty quiet in there recently. I really just post about these episodes and that's that's about it. 
but I'm just going through a season right now where I can't spend much time on socials because it just sucks me in and eats my time away. So anyways, I'm working on ways to show up just in that group without getting distracted by everything else because I truly value that community and getting to know you ladies that are listening. And actually, if you are listening to this, go into that group and join it if you're not a part of it already. And post which of these habit swaps you're focusing on right now and which one is challenging you the most. I think it'll be super helpful for you all to connect with each other and to see that you aren't alone in your journey. There are other women at different stages that can encourage you and that you can encourage too. Anyways, back to what I was talking about. Spending more time seeking the Lord and less time on screens. So your seeking the Lord could be through reading the Bible, praying, journaling, listening to worship music. But the point is that you're intentionally setting aside time to seek the Lord. Now, I encourage you to get honest with yourself and the Lord on this one. Are you intentionally spending time seeking him? What does that look like? Do you want to be seeking him with more of your time? What's holding you back? Where are you currently using all of your time? And how can you rearrange some of your priorities to spend more time seeking the Lord? Now, getting practical, I know I mentioned seeking the Lord more than socials. And that is just the thing that I hear the most from women in that, like I said, I'm experiencing right now. Um, that really sucks your time. But what sucks your time might be a little bit different than socials. It might be TV watching. It might be needy kids. It might be work or school or any other number of things. All I know is that we all have the same number of hours in a day. And what I've come to believe is that prioritizing time seeking the Lord is literally the most important thing that you can do with your time. Now, just like with the water and the food swaps, I'm not telling you how much time to spend with him. That's up to you. And it depends on where you're at right now. I've shared my story before of starting by just spending 10 minutes each morning reading the Bible. I barely even prayed. I never journaled. And sometimes I honestly fell back asleep, but I committed to it. And the more I got to know the Lord through his word, the more I wanted to spend time with him. And the more I saw changes in myself, I was less angry, less anxious. I was peaceful and calm. I felt joy again. Like I hadn't since I had kids, honestly. Now I need that time with the Lord every day. I need to be able to get away, even if it's only for a little bit, to just be with him, talking to him about what's going on in my life and my heart and listen for what he has to say about it and to feel the deep care and compassion he has on anything that I'm going through. Jesus truly is the answer to everything you're experiencing. It's not just the answer to every Sunday school question, by the way. But getting practical on this, you know, it might look different. It's going to look different for each of you that are listening. And you'll you'll have probably have to do some trial and error, but again, it's a choice and it's a commitment that you'll have to make to yourself. And I promise you that it's worth it. So it, for you, it might look like getting up 10 minutes earlier than you usually do, making a cup of coffee and just sitting in silence with your Bible. It might be going for a walk first thing in the morning before the chaos of the kids waking up. It might mean not taking your phone into the bathroom with you, but rather keeping a Bible or a devotional in there. You know, one thing I loved doing for a while was writing scripture on my bathroom mirror that I looked at every time I was in there. Um, One of the things I do now is I have a monthly scripture verse as my computer background to remind me of what the Lord's spoken to me that month and what I'm focusing on. It's these little reminders to seek the Lord that will help you develop the habit and the desire to seek him with more and more of your time and energy throughout a day. So what is it for you that you want to commit to? When do you scroll on socials or waste time in other ways that you could swap as a time to seek the Lord intentionally instead? So quick recap, the three habit swaps that I talked about today 
that make great places to start when you are working on figuring out what living healthy with the Lord looks like are to drink more water and less of other drinks, to eat more fruits, veggies, and proteins and less processed foods, and to spend more time seeking the Lord and less time scrolling on socials or watching TV or whatever it is for you. Now, I know this one, this episode was a little bit different than I've been um, talking about lately, but like I said in the beginning, I was really just feeling like I needed to do a super quick practical episode for, for all you doer action takers out there who are just ready to start making changes but don't know where to begin. In all of this, I do pray that you'll keep praying and seeking the Lord and waiting on him, though. Remember that he knows you best. He knows what you can handle, what your health needs right now. He knows the work that he wants to do in you to grow you and to challenge you and to use you for his glory. And at the same time, I get that, you know, especially if these habits are not ones that you're doing it, you might feel exhausted and overwhelmed and unfocused and unmotivated. My prayer is that beginning to adopt some of these basics, you'll free up some time and some energy and some brain power to hear more clearly where the Lord is leading you, specifically in your health journey. Now, as always, I pray that you are blessed and encouraged as you continue living healthy and empowered for the glory of God. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Healthy and Empowered Living Podcast. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, would you share this podcast with a friend? Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support you need as you're living healthy and empowered.